The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Welcome to Parenthood. Your life does not end here. Hi, I'm Chriselle Lim, mother of two. And I'm Sarah Son, also a mother of two. We are longtime friends and now mothers. This is Being Bumo, a podcast about all things parenting. We want to have honest conversations about motherhood so we can each define it for ourselves. We're here to build our village and we hope that you join us. Okay, so you know what I've been just craving a lot lately? It's just more fun nights at home with the kids. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if if, I know why, because I'm also traveling so much and I am having some travels in the coming few weeks with the kids as well. But just to be at home with the kids and having some like quality time, I think that's such a gift. And we've recently discovered a few games Mm -hmm. that has really kind of allowed us to just like get to know each other better. And so we call it game night. I don't know if you guys do game night at your house. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But it's like, we do it every night. So it's not, it's like game night basically every night. Yeah. They love saying that. Yeah. But it's just like a a way to unwind the day for us and also really open up. So the game that I'm talking about is I follow this one Instagram brand called We're Really Not Strangers. We're Not Really Strangers. Do you follow Uh them? No, but I think I've heard of it. Yeah, yeah. they're like really emo kind of like <laughs> cool. saying quotes, uh-huh. sayings like heartbreak and mental wellness and therapy and all of that. I mean, it's honestly for adults, but they came out with a kid version, a kid game. And it's pretty much just prompt. It's like a card game, but you draw from the card. Mm-hmm. Everyone gets like a pen and paper. You draw from the card and... It has questions like, what 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 made you smile today? And they have different levels of one, two, and three. One being like the most basic thing. Chloe got a question yesterday being like, what is your dream play date and who would you be with? <sighs> Love that. Uh-huh. Uh, and so obviously things like that are very fun Wait, what for did her. she say? She said Alex, which is her best friend. Okay. She's like, my dream play date is with Alex and we would go to a Blackpink concert. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. Yeah. I know. Because they're both like in love with Blackpink. And so, but then what it it does is you could ask them, why, how would that make you feel? Mm. And like as adults, you kind of go a little deeper. And then she just goes in like, well, Alex is my best friend, my longest friend. And we both like Blackpink and we both love music. So, and it just allows them to like, even question themselves a little bit of like why they like the things that they like, right? Or why it made them happy. Because we used to do this before bedtime where I was like, okay, what was the most favorite thing that you did today? Or what made you feel good? Or what made you feel sad? But then what I realized that it starts to get pretty stale because it becomes the same thing over and over again. Mm. My favorite thing was when you picked me up from school today or like, Nothing made me sad today. I had a great day. You know, it's always the same thing. So what this card game allows you to do is it just allows you to ask different types of questions while you're kind of digging for the same thing, right? Yeah. And so we've been playing that and it's actually been really good for me too. I remember you saying a few episodes ago that you guys used to do a lot of the dance things. The What's it called? The... Oh, 
Just dance. Just dance. Yeah. yeah. Do I still do that? Not really. Oh, really? I thought that'd be fun. I mean, we should, probably should. The girls kind of got over it. I see. But yeah, I mean, that's a good, that's a good family game to, yeah, to do. Yeah, I would think so. Like, what, I remember when you said that back in the day, I was like, oh, I should, I should look into that a little bit. I do love game night. We don't call it game night because like you said, it's part of like what we do all the time at home is like do all these like different board games or different things. There's there's one that we really loved. We didn't get the Just Dance, but there's a call. There's one called Move On. And it's really cute because you flip a card. You flip two different cards from two different decks. And one will say crocodile and the other one will say ballet. So you have to dance ballet like a crocodile. <laughs> the kids, I, the kids love it. Love, love, love it. How do and, you do that? Oh, I don't know. There's no right way, but like she'll just get on the floor and like pretend she's a crocodile, but then like do a turn or something or a pirouette, uh-huh, uh-huh. right? So it's just cute and it's good because there's movement, which is why it made me think of just dance because I think it's so good to do some games where you also are using your body, not just your brain all the time. Oh, I love that. Okay, I'm going to go buy that. I'm it's really cute that. and it's very age appropriate for the girls right now. Like we probably don't play it anymore. I mean, we have it. We'll just, I'll just give it to you. But it's really cute because you just get random things. Like one was sumo wrestler, and it was like ballet or something. I can't remember. But the thing when they flipped sumo wrestler, my son was like, I don't even know what that is. So then we looked it up online and then he's like, ew, you know, I mean, just like the initial picture of what a sumo wrestler looks like. And then we were able to talk a little bit about that culture. Anyway, it was, it was, it's a really cute one. And I think it's good to do movement. Oh, I love that. Okay. Um, yeah. I think games are a great way to like yeah. create memories. And yeah. I think now that, you know, Christmas is coming up and people are trying to figure out, okay, what are meaningful things Mm -hmm. to do? How do we create memories as a family? And I think it's actually quite simple. It's you just have a really good time. But I think sometimes you need prompts. You need like something that will help you get into that mindset. And And games are perfect. And games are perfect for that. And like you said, it doesn't need to be very complicated. I think like we complicate kid development and we complicate and we read all these books and we want to like know all the things and get into it. But at the end of the day, playing is the greatest form of spending time together and the greatest way for them to learn things and to connect, like you say, making these meaningful moments with their kids. So I, I love that we're talking about this actually, because we complicate what family time needs to look like and it really doesn't need to be complicated. Yeah, no, it doesn't. Yeah. It really, really doesn't. You said that there's another game that you play. So we play a ton of games and this comes a lot from my husband. He had that a little bit of that more traditional, sweet, small town kind of upbringing where this is how they spent their time. And so he has always introduced board games to the kids and we've done everything from like the simple, sorry, you know, sorry, where you like, yeah. They're color coordinated and you're like jumping over each other and you're like, sorry. And just from simple, the like the simple old school board games to, and then just like get a deck of cards and play, go fish or, you know, like the simple board mm-hmm, games and mm-hmm. card games or just memory where like you flip them all down yeah. and then you have to flip one by one and try to match them. Right. Yeah. That's incredible. It's so fun. And also That's it's so, so good fun. for them. Yeah. So you just get a deck of cards and look up 10 different games to play for elementary age kids. And that one is something. Memory is one that we just played. I'm not kidding. Months, months and months and months. And first you only do nine cards yeah. or 10 cards. And then you do 20 cards and you expand based on the age group. But any kid can know that a six and another six match. Yeah. Or like a six and a seven doesn't match. So you have to flip them back down. Mm. 
And I, it's, it's really, it's really good to do those board games, game nights, so much fun. Mm. I, and I think with just the holidays that are here and, you know, I think entertainment is a big thing. Like people want to entertain others. I call me lazy, but I don't love entertaining people. Like I, I rather go to places, but what I, the few times that I've had to entertain and that I am currently entertaining now, it's like, you just kind of bring out these games and they kind of do the job themselves. Like people are entertaining themselves and the kids are entertained and it's just it's just a great way to to bring people together. Oh, you also talked about the benefits of the what is that? The marble runner. Oh, okay. This is a less of a family game, right? Or it could be a family game. This is a family game because okay, so marble runs we've discovered as we play them through the years are just amazing. And I'm sure Everybody knows what a marble run is. But if you don't, it's like you build some sort of a structure piece by piece and then you drop the marble and then it either like slides down and, you know, comes to the and then it, it comes to the floor. So the thing about marble runs that I learned is that it takes time to build these because it you oh, have yeah. to build it piece by piece. It doesn't like the structure doesn't already It's come. kind of like the concept of a Lego. Yeah like creating something that takes time. Right. right? And you're yeah. creating ramps and levels, right? And then you want this marble to smoothly go through all of the levels that you've created, that you've engineered, and then eventually comes to the floor. There were two things that I we were reading about it is that first of all, it actually takes a lot of time and thought to build the structure. Mm. So there's like this whole concept of like helping the kids focus and it takes time and you do it as a family because initially they they need help the first earlier years. And then then they also get like the fun instant gratification because once the structure is built, once they drop the marble and it goes through the whole thing, then they're so happy, right? That they so can they get see that it. little high, like, it, yeah. Yes. So they exactly they get that instant gratification. They get that like, oh my God, the marble's going down the thing and it's it then it comes to the floor and you're so happy because you like see the whole thing come together. There's this beautiful brand, and you don't need this brand because so many different you know, toy companies make it, but it's called the Quadrilla. It was written up on the New York Times years ago as being a really fun game and a, 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 a like to spend time with your family. But also it's just incredible because it teaches your kids so many things and helps them make so many connections with engineering and design and the whole thing. So that has been in our family for no kidding, seven years. And no, they don't play with it every day, but they definitely go back to it a lot. And you mentioned that you read somewhere that there's just like lots of great benefits to yeah. this game for kids, right? Right. So both things are like the concept of taking time to focus to build something. Yeah. Whether it's a train track. Like I remember my kid was obsessed with Thomas the Train when he was little. Yeah. For about two years, all he played with was train tracks. But the train track is also like a piece by piece thing. Mm. So you have to kind of build it straight and then it turns. But also based on your living room, it can't go this far. So you have to switch it and make it come this way. And so there's a lot of problem solving when it comes to building a track for your cute little blue train. Yeah. And so it's like an, it's like a, it's like building on that. And then, so the quadrilla came in after and he already kind of started to understand the concept of building something and then breaking it down, building something, having a train go through it. And then if you don't build it properly, it collapses. And so all of that is it's, I don't know what the right word is, but like problem solving and critical thinking yeah. of like how, what it takes to put something together. And it takes a while. It's not something like you can figure out in a week. Yeah. It's like, but that's part of it. That's part mm. of why it's so important for them to do it. I just feel like 
kids are, again, not spending enough time focusing on one thing, building one thing. Yeah. That kind of takes a week or two weeks or a month or so. So some of my favorite toys um, for the kids are toys that help them figure things out, build it, it breaks down and they have to build it up again. And it just, it's so engaging and they can spend hours on them like the marble runs or like some of the brain games that we've been playing at home. And I've really learned that KiwiCo does that exact same thing. KiwiCo is totally kid approved. In fact, even before crates are shipped to kids around the world, they're tested by a crew of real kid testers to ensure that one is age appropriate and seriously fun. So yeah, I agree with you. My kids have been working on KiwiCo for I think a few years now. And I I love that it grows with you. One of the most memorable ones that we did together as a family was a solar planet one where Colette, I think she was only at the age of three when she did this. She um, put in these like little balls into a box and we had paint in there and she just shook it all up and it turned into like kind of this cool tie dye solar art work and then we hung it um, all together like a solar system and it still hangs in her room and it just reminds her and me of like the fun time the fun project that we did together so not only does it you know cultivate creativity but also confidence and just the ability to create something from nothing and I think the kids just light up when they see their own projects And yeah, I just love KiwiCo for both the girls. Your child can get super cool hands-on science, art, and geography projects delivered to their door every month. They'll be so excited to see these arrive in the mail. My kids are excited every time they see their Kiwi box. The day the box arrives will be their favorite day of the month. So give awesome this holiday with KiwiCo. Get your first month free at any crate. Get get your first month free on any crate line at KiwiCo.com slash BUMO. That's K-I-W-I-C-O dot com slash B-U-M-O. Hey, girl. Hey, welcome to Taste of Taylor, my weekly podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker. You might know me from Sirius XM Radio. I mean, I was there for like 12 years after all. But then Howard Stern allegedly got jealous of me, so I had to leave. I was actually able to pull myself up by the bootstraps and start my own podcast, Taste of Taylor, which is now officially with Dear Media. I'm so excited to say that. Ha! So I promise you in this podcast, you're going to either learn about something, you're going to be inspired by someone that's like always coming from a perspective of like humor, then this is the place for you. I hope you enjoy this little snack. I mean, on the topic of problem solving, I think that's something that we could touch upon a little bit because I think being a good problem solver Mm. is so important as a kid, but because so many of these kids, including mine, they are so used to instant gratification sometimes if they can't figure it out immediately they get frustrated and mad but that's why these these building activities like legos or the pinball or what marble marble run yeah the puzzles the puzzles or even like kiwiko too yes that's why kiwiko is so amazing because it takes time yeah I don't know. I don't know if people take these for granted like I do not take kiwiko for granted we subscribed to them years ago and we still have them. And the projects are incredible. Yeah. They, they're they incredible because even if you're just building like a little kite, it teaches you the engineering piece of it, which to be honest, I feel like we missed that when we yeah. were growing up and learning oh, yeah. things. We didn't know the whys of why we were building something or making something or even if it's simple, even if you're just playing with dolls, but like the why piece was never really 
talked about or introduced to us. So I think we missed a piece of like the critical thinking piece. But we can really give our children that. And KiwiCo and other companies make it so easy actually now. Yeah, they, they really do. Yeah. And yeah, that could part be a part of like a game night with the family. It's like literally just activities that will bring the family together, that you could do together. We actually just did this. It's like a dinosaur sandbox thingy together. It, mm-hmm. it was one of the recent KiwiCo boxes that we, we mm-hmm. got. But it was fun. Yeah. It was just like a good time together. And when we did the other game, like what was it, your favorite or we're not really strangers game. Yeah. So that her favorite thing this week was creating the, the box with me. So oh, sweet. I know. There's another one called Humanities, Humanity oh, for Kids. I heard about that one. It's hilarious. We got it last Christmas, played for it for about a month, but it's mostly about farts and poop. So just be ready oh, for that. Okay. Like. <laughs> Are they questions or? It's just like you have to pick something like what you have to like you have to pick who makes you laugh the most. And so it's always the it's always the person that picks the farts and the poop card. Oh, got it. Of course. Of course it is. Of course. Yeah. Okay. We love board games. There's one board game. You know, guess who? Old school. Guess who? Yeah. You flip over and then you have like different people like Mm -hmm. you have. And then you have to guess who your card is. Right. Yeah. So. What I did one year was I got the old Christmas cards, cut them up and put then their faces. And put the faces on the guess who piece and then created our own family guess who That's card. That's creative. It I was love really that. fun. It was fun. So the kids were excited when they got like dad or mom or cousin. And then, but then it's funny because they give it away because every time they get like an actual person, like an actual family member, they get so excited and they're like, you know, and just like being, <laughs> you know, acting up, like acting like nervous, more excited. So that was really funny to watch. And then one time my daughter got herself and she thought it was like the best game of her life ever. <laughs> of course she would. Of course. Just like her mom. <laughs> just like her mom. Narcissistic as they come. <laughs> um, and so that was really fun. And okay, what else? So guess who is always fun in general? And it was fun to personalize it for them. Okay, you know one that's good for you guys right now, your age group is Zingo. Zingo, what's Zingo? Okay, Zingo is, they have this cute little, it's like bingo Uh with a zing. Okay, (laughs) Okay. please explain. It's bingo. So you get like, you have a board and you have a bingo card and you have a fish, a, a bear and different kinds of animals. And then you have to match it based on what you get. And whoever fills their board card first win Zingo. Oh, nice. Yeah. And they have it with numbers and different characters. So you can grow with it too, with that brand. That sounds like something Colette can do. It is so much fun. Honestly, I really do think Zingo is really fun. We did play that one for years. I'm thinking about the ones that we Do you go still have these to. games? We do actually. Okay, I'm just going to come over and yeah. like just take them Actually, from you. you absolutely should. Because <gasps> Zingo is definitely one and I that people like the kids played and went back to over and over, even as they got older. And that one was introduced to me by elementary one of their elementary teachers let me see what other ones oh you know what's another good one we were just talking about this it's oh my god osmo oh yeah osmo's really good osmo yes we actually did a lot of osmo during covid Mm -hmm. i think the girls kind of stopped this the last two years but yeah they were obsessed with it for a while but single is fantastic because they can upgrade the programs because it is digital they can Wait, Zingo up- or? No, I'm sorry, Osmo. Osmo, sorry, yeah. Osmo. And so I don't know if you know, but they have new and more advanced apps yeah. for it. Yeah. But you don't have to buy like new. You don't have to buy the actual physical pieces. piece. Yeah. Okay, got it. You just have to oh, buy amazing. the new games. 
And it's really good because it's all about puzzles and problem solving. Yeah. That and a lot of math in there. Yeah. Which I love for kids because you guys, math is, we make math so complicated. But what I've learned is that math is actually relatively intuitive for children. Mm, really? If you make it, yes. If you make it into, into game format. Okay. Okay. Now that we're talking about math, there's somebody called Greg Tang. Greg Ting. Tang. Tang. Okay. You know what? I'm going to... Okay, so there's somebody called the Tang Math. <laughs> the Tang Math. I guess that's like what he brands himself, Tang, T-A-N-G Math. Okay. Look him up, buy his books, and he does math from very early on and just makes it really relatable to children. Hmm. And I remember buying these books for my kids and all of their friends as soon as I discovered Is them. Is it digital? No, it's a real book. Where do you get it? Just online. Uh-huh. Again, I'm not into, so this is another thing. I'm really not into games that eventually ask you to connect to an iPad, to be completely honest. I'm like, for a long time, you don't need to do, I don't, this is my personal opinion, but don't need to do any of those because then you have like a whole piece to think about. You can stay on the board game puzzles, math games without then having to add the digital piece. Sarah will continue to rally for no screen time for kids <laughs> until they're 21 or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> 31. <laughs> That's about right. That's about right. No, I'm kidding. You guys, I'm talking about games that, you know what I mean. I, You know how I feel. Okay. I'm just poking fun at this point because I know how strongly you feel about I that. I know. I, hate, yeah. I bet people hate me for that, but I no. don't know. I don't, I can't not not say it. I mean, I don't think people will hate you for it. I think people will feel a little insecure sometimes. I, I, yeah. I sometimes feel that way too because sometimes I'm like, oh my, my my kids too much screen time because that that's just the nature of kind of our society now but then no, i think yeah. i think it, it shows you you're showing people that you can actually entertain and still have fun yeah. without the ipad i think you're just a really good example i think it's not done as much anymore so people might feel uncomfortable with that okay. but you are showing people that it can be done so i think so i believe yeah. in you mom okay the book that i was talking about it's called the grapes of math the Grapes of Math. Okay, you guys, this like down. this guy is amazing. His name is Greg Tang. Okay. So, and he makes math, like math and riddles, just like super fun for kids. This is how my kids Grapes. first learned math. Chris is literally typing it up. <laughs> I'm typing it up so I could buy it for my kids. I have it. So you can have all of our, the ones that we have. Okay, so there's like a whole library of like fan, uh, fun math. And Greg Tang was like the first guy that we discovered back in the day. And so we just kind of, you know, looked into his world. I mean, this guy is Harvard, like econ grad. Uh-huh. No, he's like an impressive, impressive person. Okay, what else? Again, going back to like, maybe this is not like a meaningful family activity thing. I know, but... I was like, are we going to do grapes of math or family game? Actually, we do. That's what we do. <laughs> you do? Yes. <laughs> That is what we, my husband's an engineering background. So this is what's fun for him. Okay. At first I was also like, no, no, no. But now I get it. Oh, you, you taught your kids how to play poker. No? Okay. That's the other thing. Well, again, my husband did. I didn't. He thinks like he like loves card games. And so he did teach my kids poker. And we talk about like the poker face. <laughs> and like my son, zero poker face. As soon as he has like a good hand, he gets so excited. Oh. Like we all know my daughter total poker face. I love that. You have no idea what she has because she will fool you. And she was four when we were teaching her these things and she like good for got her. It. I think poker is really fun because you can make it as simple as possible and it's kind of a fast game. 
Yeah. So it's it doesn't require, you know, 30 minutes like Monopoly, which I don't even know how to play poker. Okay. You know what? Don't judge me. No, I'm not I judging you. I, I was thinking I see that face. No, no, no. I learned actually with adult? my children. Oh, yeah, with my children. Okay. I mean, I tried to learn when I was younger and I was like, I don't have a math brain, so it was hard for me. We should learn together. Maybe I'll join you guys for poker night one Please night. Please do. Yeah. With your kids. With the kids. They'll take all your and money. They could, they could they could teach me. It's just fun. I don't know. We again, we are kind of nerdy because my husband's nerdy, but like we do find this stuff fun. And he he he's the one that kind of introduced us to so many of these things. And they love it. Honestly, they love it. Like, why not? There's this other game that I now it, you just got me thinking. There's this other game my kids absolutely love. I think it's called Headbands. Oh yeah. <laughs> Have I you guys that. played that yes. before? Yeah. Oh, that's so much fun. I love headbands. That one's really fun. Yeah. And then like you flip the, 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 is that the one you're talking the like? The cards. Yeah. You flip yeah. the cards. Well, there's a, yeah, there's a digital one too that you can take if you're traveling. And then you have to wear this headband around yeah. your head mm-hmm. and you, you pretty much are getting timed. Mm-hmm. So once it's, the time is up, it flips. The, yeah. the card jumps Changes. up uh-huh. and it flips. Yeah. And so... Yeah, but it's all like acting, right? Yeah. Like you're trying to act out whatever card, whatever object is on that card. Yes. And yeah. you can't see it because it's on your forehead pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. That one's a really good one too. And that one's fun because it, it's like a fast one too. They have to like really think on their on their feet. Jenga too. Wait, oh yeah, Jenga's Jenga's fun. like a classic. Do the kids like it? Yeah. Okay. That one wasn't as popular with us, but Jenga's fun. I like it. Yeah. Um, Chloe likes it. Colette is still a little too uncoordinated to play. <laughs> But yeah, Chloe likes it a lot. Yeah. But I don't know. I think having like a little, we have like a little stash of like games. I think that that's always a good thing for all parents to have. Mm -hmm. And especially as they get older, to be able to play with them is so much fun. It is really fun. It is fun. And you can make it your own too. Yeah. Okay. Currently we are playing Quattro and Ticket to Ride. And these are for a bit older kids, like 8 to 12. But if you have kids in that category, you probably already know about these games. But those are the two that have really stuck with my kids and they go back to it. Ticket to Ride and Quattro. Those are both really fun. What is Ticket to Ride? Well, Ticket to Ride, (laughs) it's actually relatively complicated. It's a world map. So that's cool because now you're like seeing an entire world map and you have to, you're you're buying or building a ticket to ride to like ride through all of these continents, but they're roadblocks and things you have to build to be able to get from Paris to Russia. So it's like, that's part of the problem solving piece. Interesting. It's really fun. And then Quattro is kind of like, like a a simplified chess, but it's like a, it's like, I don't know how to explain Quattro actually. That you guys have to look up. It's Q-U-A-T-T-R-O. Cause I don't have this kind of brain. So I actually don't understand it. My son always beats me at it, but it's it's really good and he can play it on his own eventually oh, once he learns it. Yeah. Okay. I'm just putting those out there. Well, I think th- I think we have a good list now. For, Do we? Okay. Yeah. I feel like that's a good enough list for people. To start or look at. Yeah. Start looking. Yeah. So highly encourage you guys to have a fun game night this week or just like for the holidays. Yeah. I think the one thing that I look forward to during this time of year is just like having a good laugh with the kids yeah. and just like doing something like one we're intentional about doing at least one really fun thing yeah. every day Be- I love because that. okay for me I'm with them every other week so every day that I'm with them we're like mm-hmm. okay what what fun thing can we do and it doesn't have to be 
complicated or fancy. It could just be one little game. Just have the box right there. Yeah. And if anything, as if it comes repetitive, it actually builds on the fun. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And you can go as simple as just like charades. Like yeah. that is super simple. You don't even need much, right? Like charades or Pictionary, like old school games, and those are so fun because they have like a surprise, funny element yeah. to it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Love it. So hopefully we gave you guys some ideas, new games to try out with the fam. We hope that you guys create some amazing memories this week and this month and for the rest of the year. So happy holidays, everyone. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. We want to keep this conversation going with you. So please leave us a DM on Instagram and make sure to follow us and subscribe to our podcast. And we would love it if you left us a review. Also, if you're in the Los Angeles area, make sure to visit us at Bumo Work at Westfield Century City Shopping Center. And if you're looking for educational-based content entertainment for your little ones, visit us at www.bumobrain.com or at Bumobrain on Instagram. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.